God bless you. This is Pastor R.R. Jordan. Thank you for tuning into the Advancing Church Podcast. You know, the Bible says in Romans 10 and 17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I pray that today's message will ignite your faith to propel you forward to the next level in your walk with Christ. Now let's get into today's message. John 4 verse 46. So he came again. So he came again. Somebody shout, God, I thank you for again. Yeah, he came again to Cana in Galilee where he had made the water wine. And at Capernaum there was an official whose son was ill. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went to him, he went to him and asked him to come down and and heal his son for he was at the point of death. Somebody shout, he's at the point. He's at the point. He's at the point of death. Have you ever had a situation where It was at the point. You know, ever talk to somebody and say, it's just at that point. Just at that point in the workplace. It's just at that point, you know. I ain't got much room right now. It's it's at that point. It's at that place. When you get at that point, you got to be careful. People at that point, they'll hurt somebody. So Jesus said to him, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, sir, come down before my child dies. Come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. As he was going down, his servant met him and told him that his son was recovering, was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began to get better. They said to him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. Yeah, yeah. At the seventh hour, The fever left him. And the Lord told me to tell you that there's some things that's been making your house hot. That's getting ready to leave. I declare it to you right now. There's some things that's been in your house. And he's saying that thing is about to leave your house. The father knew That was the hour when Jesus had said to him, your son will live. And he himself believed in all his household. This was now the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for this moment. I thank you for this hour. And I thank you for your people. God, touch them on this afternoon. Bless them. Pour out your spirit upon them. Give them insight and understanding. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. Before you take your seats, just touch three people and tell them I'm on the verge. Yeah, I'm on the verge. I'm on on the verge. Yeah, I'm on the verge, on the verge, on on the verge yeah glory to god hallelujah because we live in this finite body uh, our situations can take a turn for the worse fairly quickly the bodies we live in are subject to all kinds of diseases and sicknesses as a result of sin entering the world there is no power currently on earth that can prevent our deterioration. 
Our financial situations can be cannot be guaranteed by a system that is subject to collapse and failure. So we can't depend on the banks. We can't uh, depend on our, uh, our workplaces. All of what we are participating in and seeing is subject to fail on us at any moment. Listen, society is disintegrating. Uh, every day is getting worse while technology is advancing. People are becoming more rebellious by the day. It's popular now to leave God. It's popular uh, not to praise God, to exalt him. So we're seeing what? This disintegration that is happening, and yet at the same time, technology is advancing. We have more friends via Facebook, but less intimacy. We got, we got a whole lot of friends that we can reach, but we really don't have intimate relationships with them. Our neighborhoods no longer have neighbors in them. We have removed the neighbor from every community. Let's, let's be clear. No matter where you stay or where you live, the hearts of people are growing cold every day. And, and no matter whether you live in uh, suburban America or urban America, I gotta be quietly, uh, I gotta be quite honest with you, the whole world is a hood. Yeah, the whole world is a hood. And, and things are, are looking, again, progressively worse, but there is hope. Somebody shout, there is hope. There is hope. We are seeing the, the, the nation in a volatile state. Volatile state. Uh, the, re the reason why uh, we are in this volatile state is because our devotion is no longer centered on Jesus. It, it, we're, not, we're not devoted to God like we're supposed to be. And the enemy has taken our laxness or our comfort and come into places that we were supposed to keep them out of. We were supposed to have been warring, but we were sleeping. We were supposed to have been praying, but we were playing. And, and this moment is a, is a time in our lives in which we need to cry out like never before. We need to cry out. Somebody shout, we need to cry out like never before. Both on the local and international level, we are experiencing new degrees of turbulence. President Donald Trump brought in the new year by authorizing a drone strike that killed Iran's top general. Iran responded by firing ballistic missiles at two U.S. bases in Iraq. All of this points to the instability of the land and the times in which we live. We are living in an age that will produce the complete disruption of life as we know it. Yeah, that's the age that we're living in. Things are going to change. Uh, technology is advancing. Everything is going to be disrupted. What The things that you've become comfortable with, they're going to shift on you. They're going to change on you. So there is this constant disruption that is happening. Glory be to God. We are living in that age of disruption right now. This, this is why it's extremely important that we teach our children how to pray. Because they are going to need it. They're going to need a relationship with the Lord. When I begin to look at the landscape of all that is going on, uh, the Lord began to speak to my heart and he said, uh, this is what's happening. You are on the verge. He said, this nation is on the verge. Your, your family is on the verge. Listen, this, this world is sick. This world is sick. And, and, and every day we're seeing death all around us. Every day we're seeing death all around us. It's a sign of the end times. Yeah, I know we've been, we've been saying that for a while. You know, uh, preachers back in the 70s was talking about the end times. But I'm telling you, because of what we're seeing, the end times is right before us. Somebody shout, it's right before us. Matthew 24, 6 through 8. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place, but the end is not yet. 
For a nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All of these are but the beginning of birth pains. They are the beginning of birth pains because something is about to be birthed out into the world. But before we see it, we got to go through the labor pains first. So all that you are seeing around the nation, we, we're seeing a spike in violence in St. Louis right now. These are the birth pains that must come before the return of the king. So we're experiencing the pain. Somebody shout, we're experiencing the pain. Listen, the man in our text knows how to respond to sickness in his family, more specifically his son. His son is on the verge of death, and this man sees the future. If he doesn't get a miracle, his son is going to die. If, if God does not move, his son will be in a casket. So he comes to the Lord dealing with a situation that is on the verge. Have you ever been on the verge in your life? On the verge of divorce? On the verge of your business going down to never recover? On the verge of chemotherapy? On the verge, we, we sometimes experience life on the verge. To be on the verge means to be ready. On the verge of about to, or about to, something about to happen. In this man's life, uh, what is about to happen is very negative. In this man's life, he, he doesn't want this thing to happen. And so he's coming to Jesus and he's begging him while he is on the verge. Oh my God. I, I've been on the verge of a mental breakdown before. I, I've been on the verge. I know what it's like to live life for a while on the verge, not knowing when it's going to happen, but knowing that it's about to happen. You're looking at it. And you're saying, God, please, please help me. Please stop this thing from occurring. I am on the verge of a major breakdown. See, when you're on the verge, you, you got to behave differently. There, there is a different way that you act when you're on the verge. If this nation knew that it was on the verge, the nation would respond the way this man responds. Mm, Jesus. On the verge of losing it all. This is the place this man is in. He's, he's on the verge. Everything seems to be falling apart for him. His son is on his deathbed. And he's on the verge. And he comes to Jesus and, and he says to Jesus, would you please, I'm begging you to come down and do something about my son. Jesus, would you come down, please, and, and do something about my situation? Where are the people at that have prayed that, cried that? Jesus, I need you to come down because my situation is bad right now. And I need you to move in my life. If you do not move, I'm going to lose it. Have you ever been dealing with a situation that you are about to lose? Oh, my God. I I'm telling you, there's nothing like being in that place when you know you're about to lose it all. And you're saying, God, I need you to move right now because I see this thing getting progressively worse in my life. And if you don't show up, I'm about to lose it. If you don't show up, my whole family is about to have a funeral. We're about to, we're about to bury my son. You, you got to move in my life. I need you to move in my life. Somebody shout, God, I need you to move. Come on, if you really need him, you got to say it. I need you to move. It's important that you learn, that we all learn from the desperation of this father. Listen, often we see mothers who are willing to beg for a breakthrough. 
But here we have a father that's willing to cry. He's willing to cry out for help for his son. There's nothing like a man that's willing to cry out for help. See, we get, we get comfortable with seeing women cry out, but we really need some men that's willing to cry out. We, we need some men that's willing to weep in the presence of God until God shows up in our situation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If we are going to see God move when we are on the brink of disaster, we're going to have to make sure that we get rid of pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't be proud trying to get a miracle. You can't be arrogant trying to get God to move. Jesus. Okay, this is what the word says, James 4 and 6, but he gives more grace. Yeah, he gives more grace. Somebody shout more grace. But it also says God opposes the proud. God opposes those who are arrogant. He, he opposes those who are prideful. But the scripture says he gives more grace to the humble. So, so if you humble yourself, you get more grace from God. The lower you go, the more grace you get. Yeah. If your situation is real bad, get real low. Humble yourself in the presence of God because when you do that, you get grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't say he gives grace to, to the religious. He says that he gives grace to the humble. So we could come in here and look religious all we want. If we don't get low, God ain't moving. He said, I'm moving for people that will humble themselves. And humility is something you need God to help you with. I need God to help me with humility because I don't care how, how in love you are with God. We all get puffed up sometimes. We all get to thinking that it's about us sometimes. We all get to feeling like we making it happen sometimes. And God has to do something to bring us low because we've been caught up in ourselves. Oh, yeah, we get caught up in ourselves. We get caught up in what, what's happening in our lives and what we're doing in our lives. And this man understands, I need a move from God. And the scripture says that he comes to Jesus and he's begging. And he's begging and he's saying, God, I need you to move in my situation because my son is on the verge of death. Hallelujah. Somebody shout, God, I need you to move. He's on the verge. He's on the verge. It's on the verge. My daughter is on the verge. My son is on the verge. This house is getting ready to be lost, God. Uh, it's all on the verge of collapsing, uh, and I need you to move right now in my life. Uh, move, oh God, uh, because I'm on the verge. He can amando shianda. I'm on the verge. I'm on the verge of breakthrough. I'm on the verge of a miracle. See, this is the paradox. Two things are happening at once. He's on the verge. His son is on the verge of death, but he's also on the verge of a breakthrough. So at the same time, two things are occurring in his life. Things could end really badly, or he can see a miracle break forth in his life. And so this is where we see God enter the scene. Hallelujah. Here comes the Christ. A man runs to him who's on the verge. This is how we look. He runs to him who is on the verge. I'm getting ready to lose some stuff, God. But I know you a way maker. God, I know you a miracle worker. And I know not many people in Galilee appreciate you. The last miracle that you performed was in John chapter 2. You turned the water into wine. 
but you couldn't do many miracles here because they didn't honor who you are. But I'm on the verge and I don't care what they think about me. You can move in my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, I need y'all to play. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus. Somebody shout on the verge. On the verge of a breakthrough. On the verge of a miracle. Here is Jesus showing up on the scene. Showing up on the scene. And this man is desperate. Desperate. The father is dealing with a hot situation. His son is sick and dying. He's about to lose him. He's about to lose him. You don't know what it's like to be in a hospital. You're about to lose someone you love. Uh, You're about to lose them. You see, you see that they're fading away. You're about to lose them. It's nothing like being in a house and the eviction notice is on the door. You're about to lose it. You're about to lose it. You come home and you see the notice there. and You say, God, I'm on the verge right now. If if you do not show up in this situation, uh, I'm about to lose the very thing that I love. I'm on the verge. But I see a breakthrough coming. I see a miracle coming. Hallelujah. 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 I see a miracle coming. I see a miracle coming. I see a miracle coming. I see a breakthrough coming. Can you get low enough? To receive your miracle. Can you get low enough to receive your breakthrough? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, there's a breakthrough on the way right now. There's a breakthrough on the way right now. All you got to do is respond like the man responded. I need you to start asking right now. Come down, Jesus. Come to my house. I need you to move on my behalf. If you don't do it, I'm going to lose it. If you don't do it, I'm going to lose my son. If you don't do it, I'm going to lose my daughter. If you don't do it, I'm going to lose my marriage. If you don't do it, I'm going to lose my house. I'm on the verge. And I need a miracle. Come on, somebody shouted, I need a miracle. I need a miracle. I need a miracle. I need a miracle. I'm on the verge. I'm on the verge. I'm on the verge. Something is about to break in my life. Something is about to break in my life. Healing is coming. Breakthrough is coming. Yes, God. Hallelujah. There is a flow that's about to hit this house. I'm telling you, there's a flow that's getting ready to hit this house. I'm telling you, there's a shift that's getting ready to occur in this house. And if I was you, I would get on one accord. Hallelujah. Somebody shout, it's time to get on one accord. It's time to get on one accord. Hallelujah.
I am, I'm extremely grateful for my about to's. You know, I was about to end up in prison. I was shot. I was supposed to be in the grave. It was an about to. It was on the verge of. And God is saying, I need you to have faith when it's on the verge of. Yeah, yeah, when it's getting close to the edge and it looked like it's about to fall over. Do you have faith on the verge? When it looks like all is lost, do you have faith on the verge? Yes, God. My about to's proved God to be a redeemer. Yeah, yeah, it proved God to be a redeemer. You can be on the brink of disaster and yet God can lead you to destiny. Despite the odds, God can do it. God can lead you to destiny and you could be on the brink of disaster looking at it. Uh, you can look at your bank account and know this is bad. This situation doesn't seem solvable. But if you learn how to talk to Jesus, if you learn how to come to him humbly as you ought, I promise to you, when things are on the brink, God can cause breakthrough to happen right in that place, right in that hour, right in that moment. Despite who counted you out, God's right hand of authority is able to deliver you from the clutches of death. Listen, there were people at home with his son that thought it was over. They was around his son, I'm sure, talking about the final arrangements. Because it looked like he wasn't going to make it. There are people uh, surrounding his son when Jesus speaks. And at the very moment that Jesus speaks, it changes. Hallelujah. It changes. It shifts. It moves. Hallelujah. It shifts. And the fever leaves the house. Yeah, he spoke to a fever and the fever left. Jesus told the fever to go and the fever got up off the boy. Oh, my God. I, I want you to understand this. Whatever is on you, it can get off of you right now. Yeah, he can speak to depression and depression got to get up off of you. I don't care what you're on the verge of. I declare that depression is leaving this place. I declare that depression is going now. Somebody shout now. It's leaving now. It got to get up off of my baby now. It got to get out of my house now. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Jesus says something very interesting to this begging man who came to Jesus to get healing for his son. He says something very interesting in John uh, 4. 48 through 50. So Jesus said to him, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official response, he said, sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, go, your son will live. Jesus said to him, go, your son will live. Jesus said to him, go, your son will live. This man is looking for a miracle and he gets a word. That word told him, go, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. 
don't worry about it. With absolutely no evidence, this man leaves the scene with a miracle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right there in that moment, a miracle took place. The scripture doesn't say he shouted. The scripture doesn't say he even said thank you. All he did was leave that moment. All he did was do exactly what Jesus said. Jesus said go. And all he needed to do was go. Oh my God. That's all he needed to do. That's all he needed to do. That's all he needed to do. Jesus is essentially saying. Jesus is saying to him. The people here can't get a miracle. Because they keep looking for a sign. He's saying. The people all around you, they can't get what you just got because they looking for it. And here you are, a man that's on the verge and you about to get it without looking for it. You about to get it without seeing it. You about to get it because I said it. Somebody shout because he said so. That's why I'm about to get this miracle. That's why I'm about to get this breakthrough because he said so. I didn't see a change in my house. He said it's changed. He said it's done. He said it. Somebody shout, he said it, 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 he said it. Hallelujah! 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 What did the man do? The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him. He said, I don't see my son right now, but I hear what you just said, Jesus. You are the Christ. And I know they keep looking for it. They keep looking for it. But I'm going to believe on the word. I'm going to believe on what you said. Where are the people at that believe on what he said? You believe, you believe, you believe, you believe, you believe, you believe. I believe what he said. I believe what he said. I believe what he said. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I ain't got to see it. I don't got to be home. I'll believe it. On the way. On the way. On the way. On the way. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. I receive it. I believe it. I receive it. Whoa. 
You know, Capernaum, where this man is from, is about 20 miles from where they are when Jesus tells him, go home. He's not driving no car. It's going to be a long journey home. But he leaves with no evidence and no sign. And he's journeying back home on a word. 20 mile journey on a word. Believe it by the time he gets home. He hears it ringing in his ear. Go, 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 go. Go, go, go. Will you get there? Will you get there? Will you get there? The thing you was on the verge of losing. When you get home, the thing that you was on the verge of losing. Twenty miles. Twenty miles. Twenty miles. He going on the word. He's fueled on the word. The word got him walking. The word got him believing. The word got him imagining. He's seeing his son up. He's seeing his son well. While he is journeying home, <laughs> his servants at the house see the miracle that he believed. I want you to hear this. They are at the house, and before he gets there, they have already saw the miracle take place. This is so good. Because they time-stamped it. They said about the seventh hour, the fever left him. Oh, my God. I can imagine a praise break in the house. Why, 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 why? Because everybody at the house knew he was going to see Jesus. <laughs> everybody in the house knew that he was going to see Jesus. How do we know that? When the fever left him, the servants got so excited. They threw on their stuff. They said, we're not waiting for him to get here. We get ready to go to him. Somebody is about to get some good news. It's going to be the kind of news 
that makes you get out of your place of comfort. Oh my God. I prophesy that there are some folk in this place right now. You about to get some good news. Yeah, 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 yeah. You was on the verge. 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 You was on the verge of losing it. But God gave you a word. He said, go home. Now faith, now faith, now faith, with every step now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I got a 20 mile journey, but that's okay. I got a word and I'm carrying the word home. I'm walking in faith. I'm believing God. And now he sees off in the distance. Here is his servants coming. And they got smiles on their faces. They're getting ready to meet him with the miracle. They're getting ready to meet him with the blessing. They're getting ready to meet him with the breakthrough. They show up. As this man is on his way home, they show up. I want you to go to the scripture. They show up, meeting him on the way. Meeting him on the way. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. They met him on the way. They met him on the way. Go to the next verse. Hallelujah. They met him on the way. Keep going. They met him on the way. Keep going. They met him on the way. Somebody shout, keep going. They met him on the way. They met him on the way. They met him on the way. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Somebody shout, hallelujah. As he was going down, his servants, who was at home with the sick boy, met him, told him that his son was recovering. Now, this is the word that God gave me. He said, every person in here who will humble themselves and believe the thing that you were on the verge of is getting ready to recover. Whatever it is, I want you to stand to your feet right now. Whatever it is, hallelujah! You should praise Him. Come on, let glory, let glory. Come on, let glory. I said, Lord, this nation is on the verge of war. He said, I work well on the verge. He said, I work well on the verge. He said, we're dealing with situations all around this world that are on the verge of. And he said, this nation is going to have to get like the man. They're going to have to come to me. They're going to have to come to me humble. They're going to have to come to me crying out. 
asking me for the very thing that they stand in need of. And he said, if this nation gets low, it don't matter what it's on the verge of. If you get low, it doesn't matter what you are on the verge of. Your God is all-powerful. He can change the situation right now. It does not matter. It doesn't matter what you're on the verge of. Now, if you're one of those people that was on the verge, I want you to raise your hand. If you was on the verge of something, you was... Maybe you was on the verge of losing something. You was getting ready to lose your house. You were getting ready to lose your car. You were, you was on the verge of losing your business. Whatever it is that you're on the verge of, you're going to declare, I live. Yesterday did not kill me. His son got that testimony. Like, I live, I live, I live, I live. They thought I was going to die. I was on the verge of going down, but Jesus. Somebody shout, but Jesus. But Jesus. That's what you need to say to your situation, but Jesus. Talk to your situation, say, but Jesus. But Jesus works well on the verge. He works well on the verge. I pray that you're not shaken. Hallelujah. I pray that you walk home believing. By the time you get to the house. See, this is the last word I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you to go. After we shut this thing down, go and believe. That's all. Just go and believe. Just go and believe. I want you to get in your car and say, go and believe. Drive home. Go and believe. I don't need another word. I got it already. Go. And believe, go and believe, go and believe. I pray, I pray that you get in this word right now. I pray. Where are the people at that's getting this word? Because I'm looking for you because a miracle's about to hit your house. I, as sure as I am standing here right now, a miracle is coming to your house. You got the word. You got the word. You got the word. You're not worried about nothing. You got the word. I'm going to go and believe on my way. You can't even tell that I had a situation that was on the verge. I look like I got my miracle already. I'm walking like I got my miracle already. He said, too many of us linger with the issue. You walk at home wondering. You leave the house of God wondering. And he's saying, go and believe. That's all. Just go. Just go and believe. That's it. Two things. Go. Believe. Go. Believe. Go. Believe. Go. Believe. It's what he doing all the way home. <laughs> all the way home. Go. Believe. Go. Believe. Go. Believe. Sitting at your desk. Go. Believe. Sitting in your house. Go. Believe. Go. Believe, go, believe, go, believe. I'm not operating in doubt no more. I come against doubt in your life right now. 
all heads bowed, eyes closed. I'm so grateful for what God is doing in your life. You had the tenacity to come here because you believe that God is a miracle worker. And those that look for signs that keep missing their miracle, you said, I'll show you how to do it. Go and believe. I ain't got to see nothing else. I got the word, and I'm going to walk it out all the way home 20 miles. By the time I get to Capernaum, the thing that was on the verge is going to be standing up, walking around the house. And because I had the nerve to try God, when I get to the house, I got a testimony. I'm about to testify to my whole house. I got a miracle on the word. Oh, I got a miracle on the word. I got a miracle because I believed on what he said. I'm telling you right now, this is it. Heads bowed, eyes closed for one more. I pray that today's message blessed your life. If you're in the St. Louis, Missouri area, you are invited to join us on Sunday for our worship service at the Advancing Church, located at 4152 Washington Boulevard. Our service promptly starts at 11 a.m. We also have a Bible study every Thursday at 7.20 p.m. Visit our church website at theadvancingchurch.org to get more information about what our church is doing for our community, our Co-Red Initiative, entrepreneurial playbook forum, and much more. This is Pastor Jordan. Have a blessed week.